Alright everyone, one minute till curtain. One minute, thank you. Laura, can you do me a favor? Is this costume on right? Um, maybe? Is it supposed to drag on the ground like this? <sighs> no. Here, could you safety pin it for me? Yeah. Mm, I guess I'm out. Hey, Destin, can you go get some safety pins off the shelf in the green room out back? I need, like, uh, three. Can't you do it? I'm trying to memorize my lines. Memorize them? You've had months to memorize them. Fine. I'm reviewing my lines. I'll go get the safety pins. Destin, can't you be any help around here? You know this show is important. Every year, people come to see our dramas and listen to programs and songs, and most importantly, give money to help missionaries all over the world. Of course I know that. Why do you think I'm working on my lines? It has to be the best of the best. And I, for one, want to do such a good job that Mr. Jacobs will put me in the big roles next time. There aren't any big roles in the show. All of us play important parts in every drama we do, and no one is more important than anyone else. I'm just saying that if there was an important role, I want to show Mr. Jacobs that I can be counted on to be the very best. This isn't an opportunity for you to show off, Destin. It's a charity event. Whatever that means, it doesn't really matter what it is. I get something out of it, and so do missionaries. What's the big deal? It just doesn't sound like you're... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first of three performances in our annual drama show. Just as a reminder, all proceeds will go to help missionaries spread hope and help to those in need around the world. Mr. Lionel Jacobs will be in the back to answer any questions you may have. And as always, enjoy the show. Looks like the show must go on, Laura. We're not finished talking about this. Guys, aren't you going to start the first program? Oh, right. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the fabulous drama, The Foolish Merchant, an adapted biblical teaching about control. Once upon a time, there was a merchant. Greetings and high salutations to you all. Do you like my wares? They can be yours for the low, low price of... How much you got? She would travel near and far, doing business with whoever had coin. You there, child. Yes? You have coin. My milk money. What do you want for it? Um, milk. It's a deal. She was very good at what she did, and she soon grew quite wealthy. You know what? I am pretty good at this merchant geek. I should make an investment. A what? An investment. You know, spending money to get more money. Let's see what the market reporters say. And we're back with the medieval marketplace. And let's see what the stocks are looking like. We have two people in the stocks right now. It seems they were very unruly fellows. Back to you, Cliff. Thanks, Tim. In other reports, it seems that the city of Leeds is experiencing a huge increase in wealth. If you're a smart merchant, you're going to want to follow this lead to Leeds. And now, back to our weather department. Where are you? Well, that's where I'm off to next. Where? Leeds. It's a great city full of wealth, and that means it's right for my wares. I'll buy some wagons and boats and spices, and all kinds of other luxuries to sell at the market there. And then after a few years of sales, I'll be rich. But you're already rich. I'll be even more rich. And so the merchant set out doing just that. She 
bought all kinds of luxuries and put them in brand new wagons. Then she loaded all of those wagons on her brand new ships and then sailed out to sea. To Leeds. Bye. <laughs> but what the merchant didn't realize was that a storm was passing over the sea and it was getting stronger. That's right, folks. As I was saying before being so rudely interrupted, there's a huge storm coming. Seek shelter and by no means should you go sailing. It's too dangerous. No! The moral is, sometimes we think that we have everything worked out. We make schedules and plans that are foolproof, but in the end, the simplest thing can throw them off. God tells us not to depend on our plans to give us peace, but to rely on Him. His plans are perfect, and no matter how bad things get, in the end, they never fail. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the digital drama, The Breakdown, an adapted biblical parable about compassion. Once upon a time, in a scorching hot desert, there was a road. The road was long, hot, and lonely. How can a road be lonely? They don't have feelings. He means that there's nobody driving on it. But we are. That's because we're in a story? Right. On the day of our story, two travelers made their way down this long, hot, lonely road in hopes of finding a good life at the other end. Their car, on the other hand, had other plans. There he goes again, talking about roads and cars as if they had minds of their own. I'm telling you, Laurel, the narrators lost it. Randall, I think it's... Uh-oh. That's not good. Better pull over. I'll take a look. But a closer look only confirmed their worst fears. Their car had died completely. I think I can get us to the next town. But I'd better not risk it. Yeah, and my phone's out of signal. Could this trip get any worse? All seemed lost. But after a while, they heard a welcome sound. Hey, is that a tow truck? Hey, stop! Well now, it looks like you guys are having a bad day. What seems to be the problem? It looks like a blown gasket. And the transmission exploded too. Whoa, both at once? That's rough. Yeah, and on top of that, the car won't go at all. That's terrible. You know, I can't think of anything worse than having your car break down in the middle of nowhere. It's no fun, that's for sure. We are waiting for someone to come along who could help us out. Yeah. Well, I hope they come along soon. Hmm? Yup. Here's wishing you guys the best of luck. See ya! And with that, the tow truck drove off, leaving the travelers stranded on the roadside. Wait! Come back! Can't you help us? Look, narrator, if this was about the lonely road thing earlier, it was a joke. The moral is that when we see that people need help, it doesn't do any good to wish them luck and go on with our lives. Instead, we need to do what we can to help them in their time of need. Sure, there are days where all we can do for others is pray for them. But sometimes, you might be the way God is answering someone's prayer for help. And that's our show for this week. 
Be sure to visit Lionel in the back. And remember, we have two more shows to go, so we'll see you then. And that's a wrap. I've got to get back into normal clothes. Being held together with pins and needles is just not my jam. Jam. My thing. Sam means she doesn't like it. Oh. So, Destin, back to the conversation we were having before the show. Come on, Laura. I thought you'd be over this by now. Over what? Laura doesn't like that I like being in shows and she wants me to not do my best. What? Why? That's not what I said. I just think that Destin's reason for doing his best was wrong. Well done, everyone. It's always nice to start a three-week event on the right foot. How did I do, Miss Fiona? Um, I believe I just told you, Destin. Very well done. Ha! She said I did well, Laura. I heard her. Say, what may I ask is going on here? Destin wanted to use this performance as a way to impress everyone. He didn't care that we were trying to do this for the missionaries. He just wanted to get attention for doing such a good job. I see. I really don't understand. What difference does it make why I do my best? Doesn't it all work out the same? It might appear that way, Destin, but the Bible tells us in Matthew 6 and 1 Samuel 16 that God sees why we do good things, and when it's just to get attention and rewards here on earth, then that's all we're going to get. You mean there's more than just that stuff? Yeah, isn't there a verse in Matthew 6 about instead of trying to get things for yourself here on earth, we need to be focused on things that last? That would be verses 19 and 20. Okay, but is Matthew the only Bible guy who wrote about that stuff? Well, Laura, in Colossians 3, 1 and 2, Paul tells us to set our sights on things in heaven and not on earth. So I guess there's your answer. Yeah, I guess I've got a lot to think about for next week's show. That's right. Maybe by then I can get this costume to sit straight. See you then. Oh, would you be a dear and turn off the radio on your way out, Sam? No problem. <laughs> 